Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We've got like a slightly sad and melancholy open to the podcast with the first song from what will be the final release from Tamaga. I played him on the podcast many times before, released on all sorts of labels, but mainly um, Hands in the Dark and Blank Editions. And as we mentioned some months ago, Tom from the band um, passed away in the late summer, but they were working on a new record together and some of this was recorded while he was very very ill but uh, really wanted to get it finished as a last record for himself and for Valentina and here it is and it's called Intimate Immensity and that is the title track from it and it's also featuring Agat Max on violin and it's coming out at the end of March on Hands in the Dark Records. Did you like that Gareth? Yeah I really enjoyed it it's not often that I buy a record without listening to any of the music on it this is the first time in a long long time that I've done that I mean I've got a lot of Tamaga records and just love them as a band and live on record wherever just they've brought immense pleasure to my life and so wanted that and so listen that is the first time I've heard any music from it and enjoyed it a lot yes as you say very melancholy I don't know if that is the context surrounding the record or the music itself it's quite hard to differentiate the two of course, that sort of violin, though, always has a sort of emotional feeling to it, regardless of the sort of the situation, the sort of sweeping string sounds. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so I think the saddest I've been this year is probably when you just said it's the last music Tamago have recorded. I think that sort of brings it home a little bit. Exactly. Like, and they are, if not maybe the only bands that's got a lot of releases that I own every single release that they have, I believe. And yeah, just one of my absolute favorite bands. I put, I promoted their first ever show and I promoted maybe one of their last ever shows as well, for that matter, which is pretty sad. Wow. Okay. Well, dear listeners, I hope we haven't brought a tear to you right in the opening of the podcast. We're going to be here with nine more great tunes and little less sad. <laughs> uh, well, let me get some Burgundan drumming underway and let's see if this can perk things up a little bit. This is the sounds of the Nilotica Drum Ensemble from Uganda. They are a seven-piece drumming ensemble. I saw them live. There was many more than seven of them there. Four of them are part of Niloxica as well, a band obviously quite uh, prominently played on this here podcast. This is the first release that they're doing through Nege Nege Tapes. This is called Ejoka Wolida.
There you have it. Sounds of the Nilotico Drum Ensemble. The name of the track is uh, Jokka Bulida is uh, what I'm going to go with. Uh, released on Nege Nege Tapes. It's taken from a 7-inch uh, two-track EP. 7-inch uh, seems a bit short. I would say, for that sort of thing. But yeah, unrelenting, phenomenal, Burgundan percussion. Like I said before, I saw them when I was out in uh, Uganda and is by far and away one of the best things I've seen live. It probably had something to do with the mood I was in at that exact point in time as well. But they're just hypnotic, I think is the word to describe it. Would you say that's, uh, is it like a traditional style of drumming or are they giving it a sort of updated style? I do not know enough about African ethnomusicology to give a correct or confident answer. I would say it's more in the traditional style uh, and then I will confidently say it's more traditional. I believe so. It says here, you know, that it describes it as ancestral Burgundian percussion. So the blurb doesn't sort of talk about any updating, but you know, that's not me. That's I think that's more for Niloxica to do where they take that drumming style and infuse it, if you like, with electronics and more uh, contemporary percussion as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just thinking it's cool if Nege Nege is now sort of like worldwide fan base, that it's cool to bring a sort of traditional Ugandan sound to a wide audience. Yeah, so I, like I say, I'm not qualified enough to say. Uh, well, to emphasise it's Burgundan rather than Ugandan drumming, which is a particular... Um, Bible. Exactly. So it's uh, very specific to a particular region, you know, which you know, Africa is made up of lots of tribes and lots of different styles of that, which don't necessarily fit the borders that uh, colonists gave the continent. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Buganda is a kingdom within Uganda, the kingdom of the Ganda people, the largest of the traditional kingdoms in present day East Africa. There you go. So, of which Kampala is the capital, by the way. Yeah, so I was quite surprised actually to see Neotica Drum Ensemble have a release. Wasn't expecting it. They've been part of that Nege Nege stable for a long time. The band themselves been around for 11 years. But really nice to hear it. Yeah, nice to see it on 7 Inch. It'll be interesting to see whether there is a longer release planned. I suspect it might be dependent on how well this one goes. That makes sense. Sounds great stuff that I don't buy, don't buy a lot of 7 Inches myself now. No, I haven't bought a 7-inch for a long time, but, you know, get the digital. 7-inches, man, bizarrely for a small thing, they take up too much space and they're too much effort to just listen to. Like That's the thing. It's not so much the space for me, but, yeah, it's just like it's just not that often I'm going to go put on a song that's four and a half minutes at home, sit on the sofa and then get up and flip it sort of thing. Yeah, in fact, when I buy a 7-inch, I know that I've got a really, really really want to have that. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, Hakuna Kalala one with the mosquito is one seven inch that's still in my basket on boomcat uh, that i haven't pulled the trigger on yet but it's just waiting for me <laughs> to have an order from boomcat that is like 41 pounds yeah needed to try to get get above the, the ship <laughs> exactly want to play you a beautiful new track from belgrade's abel mogard it's coming out on ecstatic recordings in the spring no tell a lie it is out now on ecstatic recordings it's got a whole album called in immobile air and I'm going to play you the title track.
What an absolutely stunning track, eh? Oh, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Uh, I ended up looking in a bit of a boom, because I'd mentioned Boomcat before, and that yeah, is... the vinyl for this is a Boomcat exclusive, exactly. So this could be your chance to get the uh, get, get, get the uh, yeah. shipping up. Yeah, I just got suddenly got into a bit of a um, Boomcat hole because they've got their sale on at the moment, and there's some absolutely cracking releases in there that I hadn't picked up yet, like the Goose and DJ Scott Chegg one. Also, some that I'd already bought when they first came out, like the incredible Nahash Flowers of the Revolution LP, which is on there for a tenner, which is just an outrageously low amount of money to spend on an absolutely incredible record. Oh, nice. I hadn't noticed they had a sale on. I may, I, I may, uh, we're recording in the morning again, so I've got all afternoon to check it out. Yeah, Nahash Flowers of the Revolution for £10.40 is like, I would essentially pay that to give that record to someone. <laughs> well, I'm here, Gareth, you know. It's only 11 months till Christmas. That's it. If only I wasn't locked down, eh? <laughs> so that is Abul Mogard in Immobile Air, the title track from his new record. It's recent ecstatic recordings, the uh, record label of Not Waving that we play reasonably regularly here on the pod. I was trying to look up a bit about Abul Mogard while it was on, and I think that it's actually um, a pseudonym. I'm not even sure it actually is someone from Serbia Apparently, the, the sort of the first release that was that he's a retired Serbian factory worker who like wanted to make some noise. But I think it's nonsense. It's probably a young electronic artist in Berlin. <laughs> Either way, the music itself is absolutely sublime, as you said. Very quiet start, but yeah, I could just imagine hitting the lights off and uh, settling in for listening to that all evening. Exactly. So, well, that's out now. Wonderful. Where do I want to go next? Let's go with i've got a bit of ambient and mellow music so i'm not going to play that i'm going to play this one which is the exact antithesis of that which is from selm this is a release on opal tapes out of newcastle the record is called tear slash post adrenaline which is ultimately essentially it was two eps that they've combined into an album selm is a duo is a nicholas and thomas gietz uh, they are belgian and this record is described here as black dwarf techno black dwarf techno okay cool black dwarf i'm assuming it doesn't the type of star yeah Yeah, is what what i'm expecting (laughs) and you see where they're getting at from this this track is called sin
There you have it. Black dwarf techno and physically exhausting industrial churning. Not a bad descriptor at all. Yeah, I really like Opal Tapes, and it's a while since uh, I've listened to a release on their killer. Yeah, Selm is the name of the duo. Sin, the name of the track, is taken from their album called Tear Slash Post Adrenaline. It actually came out last year. It's as I've sort of been digging through looking for music every week. I just keep stumbling upon these releases from late last year. I'm like, why have I not heard of this? Why does this exist? It is not in my ears. And that is one of those that, you know, we were still doing regular podcasts on the 2nd of December when that came out. And Opal Tapes, as you say, is uh, one that we've followed for a long time. So it's weird that it only came to my attention this week. Well, this is going to segue absolutely perfectly into the next track, unless you have something else to say about uh, that one. Uh, Not really. uh, Just an emphasis that Black Dwarfs are actually theoretical, not actual. So just to, in case we get... That's some theoretical techno. Yeah, essentially. it is uh, Black Dwarf is a theorized stellar remnant. There is no evidence that they actually exist. Although if you are a scientist, which I am not, please do get in touch and uh, query that. Well, I want to play you release that came out in December last year, also on an excellent electronic label that I haven't listened to anything in the past. So it is from Lies Records, so Long Island Electrical Systems, the uh, New York analog techno house label. It's by a DJ performer from Paris called Luke. It's L-U-E-K-E, Luke, Luke. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's just Luke. Can't find too much information about it, but... This is an absolutely brilliant, really unusual kind of electronic banger. It's 10 minutes long, so we might not quite play the whole thing, but I fancy putting myself on um, another coffee. So this is going to work out just perfect. So here we go. This is from Luke, new on Lies Records. It's French. Les Super Descendres. Thank you. 
There we go. That is the sound of Les Super Descendres. Apparently, Google Translate tells me it means Ashes Supper, which I've got a feeling isn't a fantastic translation. <laughs> Ashes Supper. That's what it said. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. A cricket reference? A reference to the fire? Yeah, <laughs> cricket, that famous French slash American <laughs> sport. That, yeah, exactly. That famous Parisian cricket fan. That is absolutely brilliant track. Uh, Ashes Supper from uh, the record uh, Lies 164, which is uh, out now on Long Island Electrical Systems Records. Like, I called it a banger. It's obviously not one for the club at all, but definitely does pack a punch. Yeah, it's one of those uh, good workout tunes, and I don't mean workout as in exercise. I just mean, like, sort of, you sort of limber up to that sort of music. <laughs> yeah, I was nearly working out as I was trying to get Gareth's attention while it was on, thinking, oh, we can fade it out here. Wasn't seeing me, wasn't seeing the chat. I did a bit of a dance. I'm wearing my dressing gown again, so I, I, I ripped open my shirt to reveal my bare chest, but Gareth saw none of it. But Mercifully. We, 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 we got there eventually. Yeah, mercifully missed it. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I was too busy enjoying the music and enjoying the coffee that I'm drinking. Yeah, so we both um, have time to make a new coffee there. Exactly. So I said, I don't have much information about Luke at all. I could barely find anything apart from it refers to him as a Paris legend and a you know, found a couple of little bits on Resident Advisor, but, you know, not much really. Um, perhaps I'm just not seeing it. And if you know, dear listeners, please let us know. Normally I say get in touch with us on the Independent Music Podcast Facebook, but I was trying to listen to some submissions this morning and I can only see the most recent message from regular interactor Mike Shields and I couldn't find any way to get to anything else in the inbox so I think it's possible that we may revert to an email contact yeah how about something like submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net that sounds good there we go and I'm going forward all of those emails straight into Anthony's inbox and not to mine. You definitely do that. I don't get as many emails as I used to, obviously, because there's no shows going on. So that's, that's plenty fine. Okay, cool. Well, that's it. So if you want to submit music to us or get in touch, submission at submission or submissions. In fact, we'll do both. So you don't even have to think about it. Submission something <laughs> at independentmusicpodcast.net. And yeah, that will get to us. Um on the subject of admin, Anthony, have you got any songs or any tracks this week that have any vocals of any sort in them? Um, because I've realised I don't. Well, if you can count USA Mexico as having singing. Uh, it's got <laughs> vocals of some sort is how I described yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. So, yes, yes, I have uh, have something there. We wouldn't call it singing, but it is vocals of some sort. And the other one, no, the other one I've got is completely instrumental. Right. So, sorry, singers. Yeah, this track I'm going to play now has a voice sample in it. So it's probably as close as we're going to get. It's from an artist called User from PT. It's someone I don't know a great deal about, I think through my internet sleuthing, there's a project of someone called uh, Selezione uh, Bofrost, who used to run a show on Nudes Radio uh, as well. But um, I think that's who this is. These released music on Biodiversita Records out of Italy. This is his first release, but he's appeared on a couple of their compilations. This is from a split USB, which I don't think is a thing, <laughs> but it's... Uh, <laughs> okay. With another biodiversity <laughs> artist, Catatonic Silencio. This is called Pirin A.
There we go. It's the sounds of user from PT, the track called Pyrin A. It's taken from the Bitissue split USB with uh, Catatonic Silencio, released on Biodiversita Records out of Italy. And yeah, the voice sample that you heard there is from Alton Malo, which is a Bulgarian folk song performed by the Pyrin Ensemble. Sort of beautiful and a tad gnarly at the same time. Oh, that was absolutely brilliant. And although that, while that is a sample, that is definitely a song with some singing. Uh, okay, we're going to go with that. Voice was singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that definitely had it. A real singer and everything. No offence, Craig, from USA, Mexico. But you don't quite have these sort of a, a beautiful Bulgarian tones. No, but yeah, like so. as I was saying before, I've not got a huge amount of information about user from PT. A couple of tracks on by Diversity Compilation. So there's a download that came with a book they released last year. And there was a compilation, Ecotono, which came out in 2018, that he and actually Catatonic Silencio, who also appears on this record, had tracks on back in 2018. And not really much else I can say other than that. Nice one. Just before we move on to the next song, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone who downloaded and listened to um, my new podcast, Out for a Walk, when we put it on the IMP feed uh, last week. I hope you enjoyed that. That is a project that I've uh, been working on quite a lot over the last some months and yeah, kind of happy with where it's going. And we recorded the third episode just yesterday as we record this. Yeah, if you liked it, then you can just go on the main feed for us and subscribe there and you can get the new episode when it comes out. This also definitely made me appreciate the Independent Music Podcast even more and all of our amazing listeners here. Because, you know, we've launched, launched a new podcast and a couple of hundred people listen, feel pretty proud. We've got a couple of patrons. It's brilliant. And I think that we get thousands of listens every week. Hundreds of patrons. To this nonsense. Yeah, to this, to, to, to me and Gareth here. It, it's a, just absolutely amazing. I know we've been at it for a while, so we have a longevity on our side. But still, like, um, it's amazing to think that, yeah, exactly, that thousands of people listen to me and Gareth talking and playing music every week. And, you know, some pay for us, even though it's something that you can get for free. And uh, yeah, so it's made me appreciate this podcast. Gareth, you're brilliant. It's made me appreciate all of the listeners here. Love all of you. So that's great. Here's to another 310 episodes coming. Yeah, emotional roller coaster this pod. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. It's your track, mate. What are you going to play for us next? Well, I've been talking about USA Mexico enough that I thought I've obviously got to play it. Basically, the story is on this. Gareth had it lined up for the pod three pods ago maybe something like that and at least twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it got cut as it sometimes happens there's loads of amazing music so i was putting my songs together for this week and i was like I tell you what i need I need some rock like i need something gnarly i need some riffs and i was like well, what's around and i was like hang on a minute we didn't play usa mexico absolutely love them we've played the first two albums they're featured on our favorites of the year it is a project based out of Austin, Texas, featuring um, Craig from Shit and Shine and King Coffee of Butthole Surfers and uh, Nate on bass. And this is the third album. It's released on, uh, as usual, split in the UK and Europe with Riot Season and released on 12XU in the US. It is called Del Rio and this track is called Chiritza.
crash end there. <laughs> yeah, presumably on the record when it comes out, it's go just go straight into their next unrelenting <laughs> bit of gnarls. Do you have this when you do the podcast and you put a song on and then you just double check that you haven't got two songs running at the same time? <laughs> Sometimes. And so- <laughs> you know, once in a while, you, you're like, I'm nearly certain of it, that it's just like that. But just a double, double check. <laughs> that was one of them. Yeah, it's actually a very pleasant, stripped back song. You just had 17 tabs of it playing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the Bulgarian folk choir. Just a 20 of them playing at half a second apart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um uh, yes, that that does happen to me increasingly. Funnily enough, given though we've been doing these remote recordings for pretty much a year now, my technical expertise do not seem to get any better. I think it's because I'm getting older, obviously, with the passage of time, but I think that means my technical abilities are naturally getting worse. I don't think so, Gareth. Your faculty is only getting sharper. I think it's mostly sludge now. <laughs> well, on the subject of sludge, that was Chorizo by USA Mexico from their album Del Rio. If we're in the same room, <laughs> I'd give you a round of applause at that exact point. That was spectacular. <laughs> Well, happy to, to provide that. Yeah, that's their third album. Absolutely brilliant, gnarly band. Just uh, even by their standards, that's a sort of lo-fi one. I'm absolutely desperate to see them live at some point, but they've made it clear apparently this is an Austin-only project. So it's just like, you guys, I haven't been to America for 15 years and I've never been to Austin. I didn't really want to go that much. But if they announce a show, hometown in uh, Craig's backyard or something, I would seriously consider it. Well, next time he's over, ask him when that's going to happen and we can go over and just... We'll just go and enjoy it then have a nice little holiday while we're at it. Yeah, that sounds a winner. Yeah, there we go. What am I going to play? I've got a choice of two here. I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with this artist, Azin, is what I think the pronunciation is. He's, he's from Poland. It's the project of Krzysztof Topolski. He's a percussionist who has a lot of records on Discogs, 19 on Discogs. I wasn't aware of him before, but looking through his bio and background, obviously a well-traveled and well-versed sound artist who has collaborated with a lot of people and done lots of installations and things like that. But this record is the first time he's come to my attention. It's called Bop, which is much easier to pronounce than most of the tracks. The record is... How to describe it? It's essentially percussive experimentation, and that is a pretty poor way of describing it. It's really fascinating. You know, there's loads of like samples and synths and field recordings and electronics in there as well. It just makes for an altogether fascinating listen. I'm going to play the hardest track for me to pronounce. Uh, this is Arzin, and the track is called Pravatjaya Kosmosu.
There you go. It's the sounds of Arzin, track called Privatskaya Kosmosu. It's taken from his record called Bop, which is out right now on his own Arzin records, in fact, out of Poland. I love that sort of music that sort of it's repetitive, but keeps adding layers to it as it goes on. It takes you on a particular journey. Enjoy that. I did. I was just looking for a translation. Just I was seeing if I was going to translate the song. Space privatization. There you go. Cool. Well, that, that is a topical subject, you know, with uh, commercial businesses going into space, discussing that topic with repetitive drum loops. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, it reminds me a bit of uh, one of my other favorite, two favorite records from last year that we didn't actually play on our favorites of the year, the Hi Hats in Trees record, uh, which is essentially very similar sort of Belgian percussive uh, music like that and experimental. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. And the whole record is very different, is an awful way of putting it, but it's like each track is very different from the last. It isn't like one continuous piece of music. It is lots of different flavors of experimentation in there, well worth checking out. Nice. It's interesting when you look at the, the title in Polish as well, even though like at a glance it looks completely unintelligible to someone who doesn't speak the language. Mm-hmm. But now you know that means like space privatization. Cosmosu, <laughs> obviously the cosmos. <laughs> oh, I, I got you. I thought it was literally because it's so long it has all the letters. No, no. I mean, it's just like just cosmosu is obviously space and the, even the other one bears a resemblance to privatization in English. Well, yes. I mean, I did study polish for a time but even yeah it's still quite unintelligible to me well the last one from me is by a solo artist called miles cochran it's a quite an ambient one this but it's really nice i'll tell you a bit about him afterwards this is the light there Thank you. 
There we go. That's the sound of Miles Cochran. The track is called A Light There. That's from his album Unsung that's coming out on Nine Bull Records on the 29th of January. He's an American guitarist, multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, sort of definitely in the sort of bluegrass and steel string finger-picking style of things, but definitely moving in into more electronic and avant-garde sounds there. Yeah, it's really sublime, a beautiful piece of music, enhanced, I would say, by listening to it on headphones. Exactly, just reading a bit more about this, although he's American, he's been recorded in the UK and in France, and uh, yeah, with musicians from over here, so yeah, perhaps it looks like he's a UK resident. Yes, I was uh, reading about him, because I haven't heard of him before, but yes, he's based in Devon, is what I was reading in between. Yeah, fantastic. So a debut album, do you think? No, I don't think so. I need to look at it more but i'm pretty sure by his photo he looks like he looks like he's not a young man he so I, i'm gonna guess that he's probably had a few yeah but i can i can check on discogs never sorry see- miles if you're listening to this maybe <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying that you're extremely old <laughs> yeah, yeah it's never too late to start anyway but no that is it this uh week's podcast has flown by Bit of an opus <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh but it seems to have flown by nonetheless and uh yeah thank you so much for listening if you want to give us a review share with your friends anthony was waxing lyrical earlier about the number of listeners we have we always want more and reviews are (laughs) very much appreciated too if you want to support us patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast we have got a new live show date to announce i think we agreed it on a walk yesterday which is the 15th of february that is a monday i'm told Uh, so anthony has special plans with his lady friend on valentine's day but we are going to bring the love to all the patrons (laughs) on monday the 15th of february with a, a love song themed live show we're going to bring you into the independent music podcast, Love Shack. Off the top of my head, I can't think of many love-themed experimental music. I could just think of the Divine Comedies songs about love record and Love Shack. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what I'm choosing for it yet as well. And um, the live shows are patron only. We do occasionally do one that are broadly open to the public, but this one is, is a patron only podcast. So yeah, you've got to join up there if you want to do that. It's become a really, really fun thing those live shows and a really great community so yeah we enjoy doing that absolutely and i'm going to play one song to finish this is the sounds of tom first previously or i don't know if the horrors are still together but he was yeah, yeah i think so member of that band member of mian uh, m-i-e-n with a lot of people from other great artists like the earlies and uh, elephant black stone angels and black angels yeah correct um that was released on rocket recordings he's very much an artist inspired by library music and the radiophonic workshop had a fantastic compilation a couple of years ago on low recordings yeah i was just about to talk about that exactly that i never bought that record and i really gr- regret it every six months i think oh, i need to buy that fantastic tom first library record yeah tom first Diggs is the name of it he had an ep also on low recordings child of a shooting star released a record interludes in 2016 on his own mind meld recordings and now has the follow-up to that on low recordings that came out last week it's called ecstatic meditations and i'm going to close this week's podcast with the edit of a journey into ecstasy thank you so much for listening we will be back with you next week bye